This is the Sunshine Coast, Mark and Caroline, by 92.7 Mix FM. Joining us from Kokoda Spirit, Wayne Weatherall. Good morning. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Caroline. The reason why you came in this morning is to share some of your experience with uh, the Newcastle Knights grand final winning team from 1997. Did you lead this trek up Everest? Oh, I certainly did, Mark. It was uh, one of the most uh, monumental moments of my life to be uh, walking the track with a, with a bunch of Newcastle Knights. And, and we actually had one manly guy there. And um, as a South Sydney supporter, having a manly person in your in your team is yeah. uh, it's really really hard work. <laughs> and that was Steve Beaver St- Menzies. Steve Menzies, yeah. I was going to say, I thought yeah. he was a I thought he was a. Because they, they just pinched our players for uh, forever. So you can just imagine the banter going on the track about. Uh, yeah. you know, and you're you're the sort of guy that likes to let things go too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like absolutely, yeah. and I can tell you, you waking them up every morning with the rabbit eyes. Well, you song. know, like glory, glory to South Sydney. <laughs> yeah, that is the greatest theme now, song of any rugby league team ever. We should explain that. Wayne uh, was with the team, but th- that's what you'd start the day with, is glory, glory, yeah. South Sydney. Well, I thought it was very, like, you know, because up there in, up in the Himalayas there, it's, it's a very spiritual place, and, you know, someone had to have a mantra, and that was the mantra was the Rabbitohs theme song. <laughs> hey, now, Matty Johns has been getting a lot of media over the past couple of days, uh, talking, telling his horrific tale of coming back into, he, after they've made base camp. Back to home base there, yeah, and, you know, it was incredible having someone like Matty Johns on the trip with us. But, you know, when we got to base camp there, we had 28 out of a 28 of us achieve ultimately our goal there. You know, so 100% record there. But Which which is, I've got to point out, that that is rare. So you might start off with 28 people and 28 don't always make it up, do they? So a lot of them bail out before then. Absolutely. That's so, pretty remarkable yeah. to get all the whole group up there for Yeah, a and start. That's, that's to do with a lot of the preparation and training um, that we put together. And, you know, I'm certainly on a, you know, whilst I joke about the mantra that, that I did every morning, was also about you know educating the guys about you know fluids and walking slowly and and, and the right things to be doing at altitude because altitude can hurt anybody it doesn't matter how fit you are how strong you are where you come from because the, these are fit guys I mean Matty Johns mentioned Kurt Gidley one of the fittest guys on in Australia and he said he really struggled oh absolutely you know he's only you know a couple of weeks out of coming back from playing in England and he is just in fantastic nick. You know, and as I said, when we got up to base camp there, realising that we got, you know, three hours to, to get back down, it was like Elon Musk there, you know, we're going to Mars, but hey guys, we got to get back out of here, you know, this is not a one-way stop, trip. Stop the celebrating. <laughs> stop celebrating now, guys. Because when you get to base camp, it is the most desolate, isolated place on earth almost, you know, there's nothing yeah. there but yeah. just rocks and surrounded by the most impressive mountain ranges ever and it's just like you've got this elation of getting the base camp and then all of a sudden there's this massive oh my goodness I've got to get back got to turn yeah, around. But yeah. you and was... we all know walking downhill is actually more difficult when you're exhausted than it is walking up absolutely and you know people think that you know base camp you know, it's, it's, a, it's a walk in, the, in, a, in a beautiful park there but you know at altitude you know we're at 5,300 plus metres and the terrain coming back was rocky. You know, in the distance, I can start to see the, the sun come down. You know, we're watching avalanches come down the mountains, away from us. It. not dangerous, but just small ones coming down. It was just the most spectacular scenery, but also the most surreal experience, thinking like, that sun is getting lower and lower and lower. Yeah, for you, as, the, as leading the trek, you're thinking, we're going to be in trouble here. And they did start to drop like flies. Uh, absolutely. We, we started to get back there. And I was at the back of the group there because I, I had two, two slow guys at the back there that I was nursing back along the, along the track. And by the time I got back into camp, the boys had started to show some real severe signs of altitude, not making a lot of sense, which is some people say is... Matty John's on a good day. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so to me, I didn't really notice much difference. You know? <laughs> so. To be clear, though, you and 
Chief have done Kathmandu? Where, where have you? you, where well, have like you the Chief and I, like you know, I've done like Kilimanjaro more than five times, which is nearly it's nearly five thousand, it's nearly five thousand nine hundred meters, and so is Chief with us. So you know, base camp at five three, yet it's still well underneath the level of where we've been before. So I was a little bit surprised to see how quickly some of these boys got affected by the altitude. But a lot of the problem was during that last day, 16 kilometres, we got stuck behind a, a yak train, you know. And if anybody's been the, to, to the Himalayas and got behind yaks, you know, we were stuck for nearly an hour and a half it's, it's on the, the track. It's the equivalent of getting stuck behind a caravan on the Sunshine Motorway <laughs> when they're doing like 45 k's an hour, right? Exactly. Exactly <laughs> right. It was just one of those things and you know, dehydration. Kind of, and one of the things that we do all the way along the, every morning and every night is oxygen testing. And when I got back into camp, I did the oxygen testing. One of the guys was down to you know, 45% oxygen. Wow. You know, if you're getting surgery in a hospital, they're putting oxygen on you, you know, when you're in the 90s. So really quite a severe situation wow. for us. Matty yeah. Johns compared it. When his wife said, how was it? He said, well, how was childbirth? She's like, what do you mean? He said, well, that might have been, looking back, a, a spiritual experience and a very important experience. He said, but you're not enjoying it at the time. You're just, it's horrific. You just want the whole thing to be over. Yeah, but <laughs> and it's a bit, a bit like that. Is, that. is that how you feel too? Oh, no, look, I, I love, anywhere in the mountains is, is one of the most incredible experiences. Look, everyone has their own moments up there. You know, when you're walking in, in these areas, you know, you know, people like Maddie and things like that, they have a lot of chances to think about their lives. There's the monologue going in your head there. And, and Maddie talks about the demons that come there, you know, for, for life and things like that. But for me, you know, the Himalayas and that kind of stuff is one of the most spiritual and beautiful and uplifting places that you're ever going to visit. You know, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's a must-do yeah. trip to stand. And look at the at Mount Everest is one of the most awe-inspiring, life-changing moments of your life. When are you going back? Mate, I'd go back tomorrow, to be honest with you. You, wow. know, you know, it's one of those things. It's, it's just one of those great... It's, it's my go-to place. It's a place of great zen. Have you got another trick? If someone's listening to you right now and thinking, mm. um, Matty John's the wuss, I, I'm going to do I, it. I don't care I how much blood it. I throw up. <laughs> Where do I sign? Yeah, look, I mean, if you're... You know, absolutely. I have to say there's been a, a massive increase in people wanting to do to base camp. And let me tell you, anyone's listening out there, base camp is really, really achievable, you know. It's all about preparation, as most things in life is. You know, it's doing the right things and, and, and going with a reputable company and going out and, and, and living and enjoying the experience out there. Wow. You haven't talked me into it, mate. Oh, you have talked me into it. I did love it, Mark. Seriously, you've got to come and climb a mountain. Oh, jeez. And don't you know what? And, and, and on the mountain, I will teach you all the words of the South Sydney Victory Song. <laughs> 21 premierships. Let me tell you that. When was the last one? Okay, the last one was 2014. <laughs> That's right, it was too. It was too. There you go. Gather rabbits. Gather bodies. There you go. It's all right. Settle down. Okay. Well, look, Wayne Weatherall, thank you so much. you got to tell us, though, who was the biggest whinger on the trip out of all those uh, footy players? Who, who wins the most? Oh, look, I, look, I, look, you know, look, it's, it's one of those things. You know, when you were with, with a bunch of blokes like that, you know, it's, uh, yeah, there's a couple of guys there that I just <laughs> got on. like. You Spit know. it out. Spit yeah, it no, out. I don't know. Like, maybe you should suggest someone, Mark, and I could just nod my head. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good for radio. Yeah. <laughs>